tournament later today. I'll subsequently score at least 12 shots because you have the right to do that after you become a dad. You start sucking at golf. It's bad. Some of that blueberry pancake mix. It's Saturday. I'm ready to go. No, these are make the pancake right before it starts to bubble. Yeah. Drop the drop the blueberries in. Let it let it bubble. Flip. Oh, standing. Who likes pancakes go. more, you or Brick? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough. One. Well, for me, it's really dependent. I, I can't. Straight pancakes aren't. Don't really. They don't get my blood churning. If you throw in blueberries or bacon or ham inside of it, then that's what gets me going. Or I can top it with peanut butter. You know what gets my blood going? The West Coast Swing. Welcome to Big Ben and K-Win on NoFilter.net. I'm K-Win. He's Big Ben. I'm riding and driving the show. He's sitting back and relaxing. West Coast Swing, we're going to take you up and down the West Coast. We cover NFL, NBA, MLB, and a lot, a little college football. Dealer's Choice, what do you want to get into today, Big Ben? Uh, I want to get into an individual in your jurisdiction who has something I call BRS, which is Brandon Roy Syndrome. Ooh. The guy will, I mean, he is an intriguing prospect of an athlete. He'll be an all-star one year, hurt the next. Fringe all-star one year, hurt the next. It, you just couldn't figure him out. Always in and out of the injury on, on the IR. God, if he was just a full-time player, he probably would have been a very, very good six- to seven-time all-star. Fernando Tatis Jr. I believe has played in less, maybe a little more than half the games he's been eligible to play. God, he's got charisma. He's got the hair. He's got the shades. Yeah. We were high on him coming into the season. It just got Soto. I mean, talk about a trio. Machado, Soto, and Fernando Tatis in the thick of your lineup. Yeah. Look out. And now we've just learned that due to a condition he was trying to solve, which I think, I don't know, was what, what was he trying? He was taking, he was recommended some drug, but it had happened to have a class four steroid in it. He is out for 80 games. Talk about a punch in the gut if you're the owner of the pods. You just went out and got Soto. And now I would say your most attractable athlete in your organization in Tatis Jr. is now out for 80 games. What's your Out take? for 80 games. And there's also the possibility he might not be as great as we once saw in his first couple of years. Before I get into that, I want to take you back to last year because the MLB teams know about the suspensions before the press and me and you and everyone else. Do you remember the A's? Their center fielder, Ramon Laredo, got suspended. And then next week, boom, they traded with the Marlins for Sterling Marti. I have to believe someone inside of the organization knew of the suspension, acquired Soto to help the Padres still build the momentum to at least get to the playoffs because they're going all in on San Diego. So without Tatis, it would have been devastating. With Soto, now there still is a chance to get to the playoffs. Back to Tatis and back to Rob Manfred. He signed a $340 million 14-year deal. That's roughly $25 million a year. So he's suspended for 80 games. Doesn't get paid during that time. 
that's roughly half of an MLB season. So half of 25 is like 12.5 million. He's missing out. But out of that 340 million, he's still getting at least 328 million. So why wouldn't you roll the dice on steroids with this penalty that isn't very stringent? Fire Rob Manford. K win uh, back for commish. And here's my first rule as commish. First time suspension for steroids, three years. Second time suspension, lifetime ban. The owners are getting cheated. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. This is uh, Rob Manfred. What did did, uh, Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds do for baseball in the home, or Mark McGuire on top of that, do for baseball? That was lacking robustness. That was lacking any type of excitement at that point in time. Those guys were roided up beyond belief. They were at the horse stable every morning, taking whatever they could get. Rob's, if Rob comes down too hard on these superstars, what are you left with, really? I mean, people aren't going to turn on the television to see a 2-1 game. So I, I think you're, I agree with you. It is cheating. But there's so many steroids that fall, or classification of steroids that now fall in, fall into that ban or, excuse me, suspension. That maybe the, you know, you sit sit down, Tatis, in a in a in front of a jury and judge. Are you telling the truth? Did you know or did you not know? I mean, who knows, right? I mean, let let let's let's dig into that a little bit, like. If you're a professional athlete, if you're a normal person, you know everything that goes into your body. <laughs> and the I don't. <laughs> I honestly do not. The mistake he made is he said, "Oh, I thought I took something that would help with deworm." The over-the-counter pill that he mentioned does not even treat you for deworm. So like if you actually know and read between the lines, he got caught cheating. Here's the other thing I think we have to take into account. There's a lot of stuff that can get that can get you healthy quick. Yeah. Right. And for him, deworm. Like, side, what is what is deworming? My dog. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's making out with his dog. I don't know what what happened. I don't know how deworms transmitted. To be honest, I can't comment on that. What I can comment on, you made the you asked the question like everyone knows what's going in their body. I don't. I take supplements where it's like. You know, it's but you also green... don't get you also don't get tested and have the opportunity yeah. to get penalized. I'm saying like if you know you could get penalized and suspended, you know what's going in your body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe there's lost translation. Or, or you hire a chef and a nutritionist to know what goes in your body. Here here's what I don't want to see have happen. I don't I don't I don't I don't agree with your comment, Fry Rob Manfred, and further, you know triple the, the the suspensions, lifetime ban, and all that. I think players, in, in, it's not that I commend Tatis, but he's trying to get back on the field and play. Now, did it work in reverse? Yes. But he's trying to get back on the field and play. Like, I, you know, a guy wants to get back into work, and he's got to, you know, and he's got to lift 100 pounds a day, but he needs steroids. He wa- How do we know he wasn't using this all along? Here's why we fire Rob Bamfrey. It's not all about home runs. 
right? Like, get rid of that stupid shift. That's taken away. Bro. Okay, that's that's the root. That's the root of your anger. The shift. You know how many hits it takes away? It will open up the base pass so that now they're so reliant on the home run because these hitters can't even true. hit by the shift. That's that's true. I'll give you My that. My other point, we'll get off this subject, is Rob Manford reports to the owners. Do you think the owners are happy that they have to pay these players an inflated salary and they might not be getting the best of them and they might not even be playing them? Hey, Rob doesn't have an easy job. I wouldn't want it. I don't think you would. I want, want it. it, and I'm going to get it. K win for commission. <laughs> okay. Do we want to hey, move hey. on to college football? Yeah, my first order of business. If you vote me in as commish, I'm bringing a baseball team to Portland. I think you already ran for commission in those <laughs> upheaval. So, <laughs> all right. If you're going for if you, I, I, you might be the Ralph Nader of 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 MLB commissioners. You need a different platform. Hey, I got a take on, on the NCAA football rankings as we come up. Okay. So there's obviously two parts. You got your coaches poll yeah. in which as I've seen it being a coach, you basically send a blank document to them. It says one through 25 list all the teams. And then we, you know, aggregate everything. And then, you know, that becomes the poll. And it's probably, I don't know, if it's, it's probably every Power Five conference, right, take into effect. Steve Sarkeesian's got some balls because I think he gave himself a number, number one vote, which I love. Yeah. Right? It, it, there's, there's no restrictions. You can do whatever you want. It's not, you're not being tested pass-fail pass on, you know, what you fill out. The other part of it is you have your AP poll, which is generally the media. And I can picture what happened this year when they were doing. They get everyone in the room, all the media pundits, whoever gets to vote. They all sit in a room, Zoom. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do. But they put up. I, I could just hear someone saying, "Can you put up last year's last year's preseason rankings?" Okay. Could you now just change that 2021 to 2022? How's that look? Pretty good to me. All right, we're done here. I mean, literally, literally, there is no change in the top five for the last five years. You have That's where all the players are going. You have your same powerhouses. So I'm interested to get your take on maybe two to three teams that there's always the bet Bama or the field. I want to get your take on, all right, I'll make the bet on either the field or Bama, but then also who are two to three teams that I'm taking my money to Vegas and, and maybe putting some money on to win the national championship. So the Pac-12, Pac-10, Pac-9, whatever you want to call it, they got three teams. I think Utah's at eight, Oregon's at 12, USC's at 15. But you're not going to like this, Big Ben. I'm going for Bama. I'm not going for the field. Hear me wow. out. And it's going to swing back to the West Coast. Bama's going to win a natty. They are going to have the number one and number two player in next year's NFL draft. Will Anderson's going to go number two to the Bears. And Bryce Young is going to go number one to the Seattle Seahawks because they're going to have the worst record in the NFL this year. And Bryce Young is going to the Pacific Northwest. Well done, my friend. Well done. And then C.J. Stroud wait, wait. is going number three 
to the Hawks to pair him up with Drake London, USC. Okay. Fair assessment, to be honest. I, I, I literally, don't. I, I, in some ways, hope that happens. So we're not staring at Drew Locke and Geno Smith or whoever we pick up from the way of Sam Darnold. Um, here, but, but in question. all seriousness, I Pac-12 is going to beat up themselves, cannibalism, and then it's going to come down to an SEC team, and I think it's either Bama or Georgia, and then they're going to play either. Notre Dame or Ohio State. I don't. I don't buy Clemson. I think Clemson needs to be ranked a little lower. I'm not sold on DJ. Yeah. Um. Here's my take. At least for Utah, sitting at eight, I think we saw my Coach K on his swan song out. I think this is Kyle Willingham's. Is it Willing? Whitting. Whitting. Willing. Whitting. Whitting. There's a Whittingham. God, he's he's the longest tenure coach, I think, behind Kirk Frentz in the big in the big five. Utah's stacked. I think a lot of players came back in lieu of that. And I you look at the South, I mean USC's there, but the other teams are absolutely garbage. So all you have to get to is a is a Pac-12 playoff against a team like Oregon, who's who's ranked in the top twenty-five, beat them handedly, and then you're in the conversation. Utah's our sole hope, obviously. But I think they have a better chance than most in previous years just due to the fact that UCL plays down, has always been down, ASU, Arizona. I think you're going to have a, a decent path to a college football playoff if you're Utah, especially if you go undefeated. I yeah. think you're going to be put in the mix rather than a one-loss SEC team would be my stake. I like that. That counts, so, baby. The other part to this is where am I putting money? It's Notre Dame. I think it's we've seen Notre Dame get close. And the new coach, I think there's something to be said for a new coach, new energy. Um, I think there's all obviously motivation from a lot of if you are a new coach on a new team, like how can you not have energy? I mean, you see old coaches with 20 years, Paterno just walked out and even put on a headset he was a you know but the, we're going to see more motivation out of Notre Dame and it could be I don't know if it's been done a first year coach winning a na national championship but the first time for everything and if I'm putting money down it's on Notre Dame I think also because they're independent they don't have a conference title game USC's down Stanford's going to be a cakewalk a lot of the teams that they play historically are, are not, aren't good teams. Now, that's a blessing and a curse. When it comes down to you could be undefeated and your power ranking's not there, but Notre Dame's going get, to get some money. I'm going to Snoqualmie Casino next Wednesday, and they're getting a futures. I'll put, I'll put 100. Bama. 50 for me, 50 for you. I'm not putting money on Bama. No. <laughs> you mentioned USC, Lincoln Riley there. They're going to have a high-powered offense. You know, Caleb Williams, got Mario Williams, Oklahoma. They got Addison from Pitt. They got Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's son, transferred from Colorado. They'll who win didn't some transfer? games. He didn't transfer? No, I'm saying who didn't transfer to USC? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, but who didn't transfer is defensive players. And that's why I think USC is not going to win it. Alex Grinch is the first-year defensive coordinator. They'll put up points, but I don't think they'll slow anyone down. It's like Notre Dame will get them. 
And I think Utah in the end will come out of the South. Yeah, and here's here's the difference. And I actually should have the, the Notre Dame's new head coach. The difference between Lincoln Riley and, and um, you'll give me his name. There's continuity. He's been in the Notre Dame program. He understands it. He knows all the players. There's a reason they do that at Notre Dame or any private Catholic school I've found is they like people that are in the circle and the circle of trust. Lincoln Riley just went to, you know, the highest profile private school that, you know, will pay anyone anything if it guarantees them some wins. Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame coach, former defensive coordinator. Yeah, so you're going to see a lot of difference, I think, in those two teams. Notre Dame's going to stop a lot of people. USC's not. But to sum it up, we both believe it's going to be someone in the preseason top five or six to win it all. Like this year, I feel like it's very top heavy. I could I could see stretch to nine. I could see Oklahoma in that just because they're the highest ranked Big 12 team. Um, but they also have Baylor and Oklahoma State to play probably in their season. But yeah, that's pretty accurate. I could just see everyone beating up in each other. And I, I think Clemson's down to your point. The only the next highest ranked ACC team, unfortunately, is Pittsburgh at 16. The U will see what Mar- Mario Cristobal can do. They're no more turnover team. chain or swag chain, whatever you want to call it. No more swag chain. Wake Forest, unfortunately, just lost their, their quarterback for the season. So they're out. But, um, yeah, I would I would agree with you, Clemson soft. My my take here is Utah's got a path. Notre Dame, I think, is of the outside, you know, non-top four, got the best chance. And then yeah, Texas A and M, they'll just beat up on each other. There's not gonna be two teams, I think, from it's the first time in a while. I think there won't be two teams in the SEC. And so, folks, we will be broadcasting live December 2nd from the Pac-12 championship Ooh, game in Vegas. Forgot about that. You're, you're saying Utah is coming from the south. Who's coming from the north? Oh, not Washington. Um, <laughs> to, be, to be honest, here's everything I'm hearing out of Eugene is they love their new coach. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of first-year coaches of some big programs. Um the Cougs, unfortunately, I just don't think have the talent to OSU is probably in that same boat. Washington, it's probably Oregon. That's why you don't see another team in the Pac-12. It's Oregon probably. You know, I mean, yeah. In, unless they come in in the the because here's what listen the Pac-12 is down this year. Stanford, mm-hmm. Cal, Arizona State lost Jaden Daniels to LSU. It's it's the transfer portal. I mean, if you're not USC, where you're just this sexy LA school, no one's transferring to Corvallis. No. I think I don't know what we did to get Cam Ward from who who was a high profile transfer. He's going to be the Cougs quarterback. We had to put together the judge jury committee and give him keys to the city for to get him in Pullman. So I mean, it's when you say Pac-12 is down. It, they're going to be down for a long time unless they figure out their media rights, which hopefully they will. And then the transfer portal, again, there I think there's – I read somewhere there's still like 57 kids looking for, you know. And so a lot of kids are going to figure out, I can't go to the SEC. Kids are sticking around there. I got to go out to the Pac-12. Yeah. And 
the last thing I'll say on that is you mentioned all the transfers coming to USC. I've always said best team continuity, players playing for themselves or others rather than themselves. When you get transfers, you're coming in to make a splash. Like, yo, I came here. I better get the ball. I better see some targets. And if I don't, I'm not happy. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of happy folks at USC. I agree. I think Lincoln Riley had to do it this year, and then hopefully he can build through recruitment. Okay, next topic. Ding. Trey Lance made his season debut last night against the Packers. He's going into the game. He's only going to play 10 snaps. He ended up playing 11 snaps. He was four for five, had a high overthrown ball to the tight end that he caught, another one out of bounds. But the play everyone's talking about is a 76-yard TD go route to Danny Gray. Trey can run. Trey can throw. And this is why I'm coming on the show today and saying, in my opinion, the 49ers have to be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. They have the dominant defense. They have Bosa. They got Fred Warner, Ayuk. They got Kittle. They got Debo. Now they have a quarterback that can beat you with his legs and his arms with the best play caller in the game, Kyle Shanahan. NFC West, title, San Francisco. They've got to be up there as a Super Bowl contender, Big Ben. I like what I saw. I was up all night. I didn't even shave today. I was watching film, and I was highly impressed with Trey Lance's composure in the pocket, his reads. And listen to me rant a little bit more before I give it to you, you disgruntled Seahawks fan. The 49ers are going to run the ball. Inside zone, between the tackles, they're going to find a running back. It's just running back carousel. So Lance is just going to have to make a couple plays. Jimmy couldn't throw down the field. So Trey can throw down the field, but Trey can also run. That's why the 49ers are my Super Bowl favorites going into this year. I don't know where to start here because a 76-yard go right. It's like it's like anointing a, some of the college basketball player an All-American for what he did in an inner inner team scrimmage. Like that it doesn't doesn't make sense. Uh, How many times did Jimmy throw downfield? Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying it opens up the playbook. I I think it does too. I I don't disagree. But I've also seen the 49ers beat each each other up in preseason already. So can we get that together? Um, And you've also got the defending Super Bowl champs in the same division. Stafford's got elbow issues. They'll get some steroids. McVay just, they'll get some. McVay they'll get some. Got, hey, they'll, McVay just got married. Year one and. Oh, uh, that's true. Not, <laughs> you're right. I ain't winning championship. You got that one. You got that one. All right. I will say this: the Niners probably are the leaders for the NFC West. Yeah, you're right. I think last year we were like, we're gonna count them out. They they're not good, and they honestly almost. They almost sneak into the playoffs, or they make the playoffs. They made the playoffs. They beat Green Bay and Lambeau. They lost oh, to the right. Rams because Jawaski Chart couldn't catch that interception. Okay, okay. Put me on the Niners bandwagon. Choo choo. Let's go. Hot take. By week seven of the NFL season, you're going to ask for us to shift our show from an NFL show to a college basketball show because the Seahawks are going to be that bad. 
Listen, I'm already you, a Bills. You're fan. gonna you're gonna I'm, rather want to talk about Seattle. I'm already a Bills Boston. fan. I went and I I went and bought a plate that's a Bills uh, license plate holder. That's Bills. Here, I'll even show you. Like, I got a little bag that's got an auto badge on it. Like, I, I've already digressed from the Seahawks. Here's what I can hope: Josh Allen versus Trey Lance in the Super Bowl. Okay. Let's do that. What's the difference between a Seahawks fan and a UW fan? Nothing. <laughs> I just love picking on the Seahawks. But I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, we 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 have the oldest coach in the NFL. I've, it's it's got to be by by like a handful of years, like at least twenty five years. Why don't here you you get on your Seahawks rant? I'll look that up. So that's that's the issue, right? Is is where's the power of attorney lie in in the organization? Obviously, it lies with Coach Carroll, and I don't think he's the Belichickian type mind that people you know have learned to live with in New England. Belichick's not an easy guy to get along with, but he he produced championships. That's true. Carroll, I think, was more so than anything, the beneficiary of some very good drafts and produced a Super Bowl championship and went to two and should have won that one if you just hand the ball off. So it, it could be said that someone else could have been coached and we probably would have had two Super Bowl championships. If it's Pete Carroll, we only win one. You're right. Pete Carroll's Theo. 70. <laughs> Belichick is 69. Bruce Aarons, Aarons, who is no longer a coach but is in the front office, would have been the third oldest. I think Seahawks have struggled because Pete wants to run the ball. And I said it a couple podcasts ago, it's the year of the wide receiver, so you better throw the ball and you better find wide receivers. But for whatever reason, he does not want to evolve into a passing team and a passing league. Well, he plays scared. You you look at the Seahawks and it's it's very just feeble. Like we need six yards, we're gonna go run a route for six and a half, and <laughs> fall forward. Right? That's that's it. And look at who won. Look at the two teams who were in the Super Bowl last year. Like it's spread them out. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, if it's a carry, it's a draw. Or it's a little pop out of the backfield, which you would say you could honestly say is a running play in a sense because players not pass the line of scrimmage. You're exactly right. You're not going to pound the ball 50 times and win games in the NFL. No. You might not have any turnovers and fans won't come because it sucks. But yeah, you're not going to do that. And Pete Carroll is of that tutelage. It's no more four yards in a cloud of dust three times and get a first down. Like players don't want that either. No, two years ago it was the Chiefs and the Bucks. They throw the ball. Like exactly. your only winning is if you have Derrick Henry, but that can only take you so far because then as we saw make a play. As we saw. All right. Last topic. You you've buried the Seahawks enough. Let's go. Last topic. Draymond Green. Oh, has no. two more years on his contract, 25 this year, and then the next year I think it's at 27. And then he wants to get extended. He wants like $160 million in the next five years until he's 37. The Warriors will not extend 
Draymond Green for three reasons, Big Ben. One is they're already paying a hefty luxury tax at $360 million. If they extend this guy, it's going to be $400 million. Number two, Wiggins and Poole have to need, need to be paid. There's not enough money for everyone. But number three, here's my hot take, that you're not getting it from Stephen A. or anyone else. Hear me out. The Warriors' identity is changing. It's evolving from the backcourt to the frontcourt because Kaminga, PBJ out of Milwaukee and Wiseman, that is the new face of the franchise. I'm not saying Clay and Steph are going to go away because two things never leave you, a good jump shot and a good woman. So Clay and Steph will age well. Draymond, I think he's on the outside looking in as they evolve with these new big men. And I don't think they want to pay him 25, 30 million if he's defense takes a step back and there's definitely no offense whatsoever in there now. Exactly. What purpose does Draymond really serve in that? that or like in Number that one frame? podcast. He, he serves no purpose. You're exactly right. Don't pay him that money. I, I Honestly, I, if you put him in the market, I couldn't see him paying, playing for much more than like the veteran minimum. Yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't pay him anything. It, it's He served a purpose in the framework of when you had KD. You had a facilitator. You had a guy that could run off screens, but he can't shoot. What do we, we say is his three-point percentage was? 0.315 or something? Higher than Westbrook. Yeah, higher than Westbrook, probably lower than JaVale McGee. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm I'm not giving Draymond any money. It's always good to cut bait before a guy digresses, and I, he's digressed. So I like your take. If you're going to revamp it. You got to say goodbye to someone. You got to, and that's it's business, right? It's it's not as though I have the cap space. It's like I can't pay you. If you want to get paid this amount, you got to go elsewhere. Sorry. Yeah, and I think Wiggins is like 28, 29, Pools, mid-20s. It's like, are you going to give money to them or are you going to give money to your 33, winding the twilight of his career, has been? Sorry, Draymond. I hope you don't listen to this. Maybe if you do, hopefully he'll fire you up. I wouldn't go has been. I'd go never was great. So he just never or hasn't been great since you had Durant, Steph, and Clay. All right, let's wrap this up. WHT Podcast, West Coast Swing, Tatis and steroids, college football. Our hopes are minimal for Pac-12 fans of getting there. We will be down at the Pac-12 championship. What else did you discuss? The Niners are great. The Seahawks stink. And, uh, oh, Trey Lance, yes. Trey Lance, give me your take. Trey Lance better than Kyler Murray this year? No. As much as I want to say yes, no. Okay. My final then, hot take is if you need some help with fantasy football or wondering what's going on between the Rams or Chargers, our number one scout is going to the game tonight. J-Mo's going without me. Ooh. Yeah, big game. Uh, I, need to, I need to know if Keenan Allen's worth a, like, you know, fourth or fifth round. Um, you know. Or if I should be targeting Cal. And then who's – Figure out tight end number one for the Chargers. You I heard like, that, J-Mo. Get to work. I like Herbert. <laughs>
Big Ben K Win, nofilter.net every week. We're on Instagram at Big Ben K Win underscore. Twitter, TikTok, same handle at Big Ben K Win underscore. Download, subscribe, listen everywhere you get your podcasts Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Podbean, iHeart, Pandora. We're everywhere. <laughs> and we're out. Boom. Oh.